0: and Essex technical centers about their application process, the type of student that really succeeds over at the tech centers, what a typical day might look like for students over there. The process for students beginning to evaluate possible fit, filling out an application, and all of that starts this Friday when students will watch um, informational videos from both Burlington and Essex. From there, students need to either schedule a school day visit or attend one of several open houses that the tech centers will be hosting for students and their families to observe the programs. Applications are due on March 10th, and if students or families have questions, they are welcome to contact Susie Moakley or their student's house counselor. Students will receive a document from advisors with all of the application due dates and timeline on it. And that document is also linked in today's show notes. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget, if you have questions, reach out to Susie or your student's house counselor for more information on the Technical Center programs. Thanks again. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning.
1: I'm Chris Chase. I'm with Center for Technology Essex. I'm Stacy Clark. I'm
2: over at Burlington Technical Center.
3: And I'm Jason Reed. I'm the director at Burlington Technical Center.
0: And you all have heard Susie and I in the past. Um, but we've asked these folks from the technical centers to come and talk to us about their respective programs. So can we start with just a perhaps a two minute, maybe less kind of overview of how your each of your respective programs kind of operate up in terms of a daily schedule?
4: Let's start with Burlington. Okay, sure.
3: Yeah, Burlington Tech Center is a half day um, tech program. And generally speaking, 11th graders will go to morning sessions. Classes are just uh, over two hours long, two hours and 15 minutes. And generally speaking, seniors will go to PM sessions. Uh, So they'll bus from their sending schools like CVU during those portions of the day. And we're currently in four different locations with the tech center. And so depending on which program students choose, that will dictate which location for the tech center that they go to for the portion of the day.
1: Chris? So at CTE, we're a full day. And that means that our programs start at 9.40 and they go until 2.05. And within that time, students are earning um, core academic credits. Every program has English. Depending on the program, they're also getting science, um, math, um, or social studies. And so our, our day is considered a full day. We leave at 2.05 in order to be able to get students back in time if they're involved in any
4: after-school activities. And Chris, just to add on to that, um, our CVU students take all of their academic coursework at CTE. So they um, will get there at 8 o'clock in the morning. They'll take other academic subjects um, working towards CVU graduation requirements. So all of their school work, all of their classes, everything academic takes place at CTE whereas at Burlington, students will come back to CVU and they will take some academic classes um, here. So they're doing both. That's correct. Yeah. Now, Jason, I heard you say something earlier about busing. Um, We do provide busing to both centers, but can you both talk about, this is a big question for uh, juniors and seniors. Can you talk about driving and parking? Are you allowed to drive to the technical centers yourself?
3: You certainly are. Yes, um, students who have their own transportation are allowed to drive. Um, there's one sticky spot is if students are downtown, um, they'll park in a downtown garage that's about a block and a half walk from the main entrance of the tech center. All the other locations have parking right on site that, that there's no need, to, no need to park offsite. Downtown is unique that way.
1: And at CTE, you're absolutely welcome to, to drive, um, and we give parking passes.
4: So it's a really exciting time for you know technical centers and CVU, I always get excited this time of year, because as you all know, I'm a big fan of the technical centers. Um, we are about to roll out all of the information um, and give families access to all the information they need to make decisions about visiting the technical centers, applying to the technical centers, families getting access to um, visits. So I'm, um, we're gonna be providing that information in our advisories. Um, so all the students in the building will have access to the information. Um, and then I know that you guys will be coming to us during C3, um, but I'm wondering if you can each talk about um, within your centers, can you talk a little bit about the opportunity students will have to visit and what that will look like? Um, we'll start with Burlington and maybe both the school day programs and, and maybe any open houses you're planning.
2: Yeah, so um, over at BTC, we have scheduled days for different uh, sending school students to come uh, join us, and they'd be coming for the morning session. So they would just hop on the bus that that sending school already has coming over to BTC. So there's no need for extra um, logistical planning. Uh, and come for just our morning session and really immerse themselves in the class um, you know go through the full period the full program and um, really get a sense of what it's like uh, here at the center then they would catch the bus back um, later after that programs concluded and so our our guidance counselor James has set up all of the dates for different sending schools uh, to have their students come visit following um, either um, our video being shown during an advisory period or us presenting or a combination of the two. Uh, right now, we're actually working on our, our video for advisory um, and remaking that so it's a little bit more informative and engaging. And our, uh, just so you know, uh, audience, on um, the visit day for
4: Burlington, students will have the opportunity to come over on February 22nd. That is a um, Wednesday. So that will be a morning trip over to Burlington Technical Center on Wednesday, February 22nd. Um, And then go
2: go ahead about uh, open houses. That's what I was going to hop right into is the 22nd or 21st, 22nd and 23rd, right? Uh, We've got our open houses at our different locations. And that'll be they'll actually be rather than open houses, they'll be informational sessions. so from five to six and six to seven uh, respectively, we'll have uh, hour long informational sessions where students, parents, families can learn more about our programs.
0: And our, is attendance at those open houses uh, an essential component of the application process, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a minute, but...
2: Yeah, that's, a, that's an excellent yeah. question, thank you. Um, so you do have to come visit. You can either come visit through the planned school trip, which um, as Susie said, is the 22nd, or you can come to an open house.
0: So you have to have, when you're applying to colleges, they, they label that as uh, expressed interest. So you have to, you, you kind of have to do one of the, uh, either the, the school sponsored visit or one of the open houses in order to have that as a completed part of the application process.
2: Exactly. Yeah, we want students to have an experience here at the center, so they can really understand what it's like uh, day to day in our programs before they make the decision. I have a I have a
0: question. We we got to get. I know one more question, quick,
2: and then we'll move. I promise.
4: (laughs) Um, What if somebody at BTC wants to see two programs? Can they go to a school day program, let's say, and see aviation, and then go to a um, an information session um, evening session? and see advanced manufacturing, can they
2: see more than one program? Exactly, yeah, that's that's just how we would suggest to do it. Um, because we have our various locations, uh, in terms of school visits, it's hard to, to plan for a student to visit more than one program. Um, but yes, we would definitely suggest that they come to an open house. Great, thank you. All right, Chris, you're on.
1: Okay, so very similar to Burlington Tech Center, we have our uh, visit day for CBU, which is um, February 1st. It's a Wednesday. you students will come over and they'll visit programs from 9.30 to 11.30 and then go back. Um, what we do as well as part of the application process, uh, in addition to that visit, once a student applies, then we also have them come on, um, what day is it? It is our step-up day is March 23rd. And that's actually part of our application process so that students, they they do the initial visit, but then they come and they spend the entire day in the program with other students who have applied and they really get a full feeling of what this whole day experience is gonna be like. We have that, it, it's kind of out of respect to them to, to let them know, um, you know, what, what it's actually going to be like in that program. And so that's part of our application process also. So in addition to doing the visit, they also do then the step up day. And then we also have our open house. We have our open house on Thursday night, February 9th from six to seven. And then we also have open house on Saturday, February um, 11th. And that's from 11, 11 to to one. And so there's three opportunities for for parents and for students to um, really come in and see what the tech center has and in particular different programs that they're interested in. And they can can attend one program or they can attend all three of them. Um, And also as part of the application process, just like Stacy was saying, if they miss the visit that CVU has, um, they can attend the open house and, and the Discover CTE, which counts as a visit. We also are scheduling a makeup visit, which is for March 9th, and that will be a makeup visit for all schools. And so that's that's kind of how that application goes on this side. Thank you. Um, the, uh, the it sounds like the opportunities
4: for visiting across the board are are great at both schools, and and we appreciate you providing those opportunities. I'm going to move on to the application process. I think that it's somewhat similar for both schools. And I'd love your input on on what what are you looking for in a technical center applicant? What are you hoping to see? What type of student would you recommend apply to the technical center um, for one of the programs?
3: Do you want to start this time, Chris?
1: Sure. Yeah. First of all, there needs to be an interest. Uh, a student needs to um, really want to be in that program the other yep. thing that, that I really think about when I consider the application process is that it's it's the application itself is very easy for both BTC and CTE. It's an online application for the students. And so that, that's really simple. Then it goes to the school counselor, and then the counselor adds their attendance, their behavior, and their credit, their, sure. their um, transcripts. This is really important because we need to make sure that um, Students are on target to graduate. It a tech center is just a different way of learning and and to get their high school their high school graduation. And so, if for some reason you know they're they're missing 89 school days, um, that's not going to be a good candidate for a tech center, especially when you consider that they're coming and they're they're immersed in the program. And so, if they're missing many days, they're missing a lot of core academics and, and hands-on learning. Um, the other thing is, you know they, they have to be um, mature enough. And what I mean by that is they have to have a sense of being able to self-regulate. Um, they have to be able to put away their phone when when they've been asked or part of our programs that expectation. You know, we talk about employability skills. Those things matter and employability skills are those things, those soft skills of showing up, you know, being on time, um, listening to direction, being able to be safe. You know, when I think of some of our programs, there's heavy equipment, there's dangerous equipment being used. Students have to be able to follow directions. They have to be able to um, keep themselves and others safe. So I would kind of think of those some of those things whenever we we consider an applicant.
3: Yeah, Chris, those are great, great um, examples and explanations of of appropriate students. And you know, we want to make um, career and tech ed accessible to all students. But as Chris said, there are things that make for successful completion of the tech programs, and attendance is is a big one. Um, and I can't emphasize the ability to be safe enough. Um, just yesterday, I was in a shop, there were band saws going, drill presses going, metal saws going, and um, you need to be able to be safe in those environments. Um, you think about an auto shop where you have a, a ton and a half uh, pound vehicle up on a lift, you need to be able to be safe in and around those things. Um, And I would also encourage families and students and counselors to look into the details of specific programs. Some of the programs are going to require, you know, 11th and 12th grade skills like any other class. And then there are classes that are very heavy in embedded college courses. We have programs where students will finish their two years with the equivalent of a semester's worth of college credit. And so those programs are more intense academically. And so I would really encourage families and students to find what is the right fit for them in terms of of programming and um, the, the ability to commit to a certain level of learning. I would also say, because we're tied so closely to industries with our different programs, that often the industries and the certifications for credentials in those industries often dictate a high level of academic performance. For example, our aviation program, um, is completely steered by the FAA and the FAA's requirements for certification as an aircraft mechanic. And so I would just encourage families to, to look into those during information sessions, really, um, you know, get in there with some questions with the teachers. The teachers know their programs better than anybody um, and can provide examples of lessons, examples of project-based learning. Um, And the other thing I would consider too, as you look at it, is there are plenty of opportunities through the tech programs for students to do work-based learning. That's the general term we use for students getting out and interacting in industry. And that can range from clinical experiences at UVA Medical Center, to working at an auto dealership, to working in some of our manufacturing, local manufacturing settings. Um, And students have to be able to have the ability to do that. Certainly instructors work with them on the interpersonal skills, the professional poise needed to do those kinds of things. But I just want to make students and families aware that these are all components that, that they're pretty demanding. And I think an old vision of tech ed is it can be a simple way to get some credits, get some hands-on, do something you love. But students and families should really know that, that they're intense programs and they take a lot of commitment on the student's part. There's a lot of reward for that commitment,
1: though. Jason, I'm, so, glad, I'm glad you're saying that because, you know, there, there continues to be that stigma um, where TechEd is for, you know, students who aren't going to college or, or may not know, um, you know they don't like school or, or whatever, so they're thinking that well I go to tech and I don't have to do work. And and I'm glad you're bringing this up because, you know, this is not the tech ed of today. The tech ed of today is very much, it's it's rigorous. You know, it's preparing students for college for careers. And so Jason, I'm I'm just glad you're saying that because it is important for students to also be aware of that and. If they're really interested in a program and say they're they're struggling a little bit, then this is a great opportunity for them to go. Oh, wait a minute! I really want that aviation program at BTC, or I want this engineering program here at CTE. What do I need to do? How do I how do I get in line to be able to be successful there? And maybe it's that a student isn't able to apply um, one year because they need to they need to um, Gotta figure some of those things out first, that doesn't mean that TechEd isn't then available to them. They can apply the next year. And so um, I think it is important for people to know that it isn't what it used to be. TechEd is not what it used to be. And there's so many different programs, whether it's BTC or CTE. You know, there's programs for students who are more um, Hands on, get out in the field, you know, whether that's the natural resources forestry program, um, natural mechanical, building trade. But there's also those students who are more computer based, um, who are more creative and want um, design illustration or, or design and creative media. Um, that's the beauty of looking at what tech ed has to offer. And, and I have to say that. that Chittenden County. I mean, students are so lucky to be in Chittenden County because they have the opportunity of two tech centers. So the beauty of that is there's there's um, programs at BTC that Center for Technology doesn't have. There's programs at CTE that BTC doesn't have. So the nice thing is is that students get to figure out what's their interest, what's available to them, and also though what kind of um, schedule works for them, whether a half day schedule best meets their needs, whether a full day schedule best meets their needs. You know, no other um, no other place in Vermont, no other county in Vermont has the opportunity for two. And so I really hope that students take advantage of that and look into both tech centers, um, visit both tech centers, really see what their are Career path opportunities are, like I said before, this is not. um, This is just a different way of learning, a different way of getting their high school experience. So, and I
2: I know I know we need to to move on, but I I think that this is a really important uh, conversation. That's who is uh, career and technical education for, and this is something Chris and I have talked about a lot, Uh, and we really want students to know that. Our programs are for any student who's motivated and interested in, as Chris said, a different approach to learning in which you're engaging with the, the world around you. It's experiential learning, right? So you're gaining the theory in the classroom and you're getting the opportunity to apply it in, um, in really cutting edge labs and state-of-the-art equipment. Um, so it's it's really for everyone and, and we also, um, Really value the diversity of our student body, so we want students with all sorts of backgrounds and and ideas and identities to to be a part of our community because it's such a collaborative learning environment. It's really um, part of who we are. Um, our is the uniqueness of our student body. Jason, uh, I
4: um, yeah, Jason, I heard you speak very eloquently at a at a conference in the fall, and you gave some really I don't know if you can pull them out, but some really good stats about where students are going coming out of technical programs in terms of, uh, you know, career to work and higher education. Do you have, a, I don't know if you have some of that up in your head that you can share with the audience.
3: Yeah, I, I can, uh, I'll speak in general terms about that, but over over 90% of, of students that um, complete at Burlington Tech Center, and I think this is true across most of Vermont's Um, career and tech ed centers, Um, over 90% are going right into the college program of their choice. They're going into a career path that is related to what they studied in CTE, or going into the military and exploring career opportunities into the military. Um, There are very few students who leave career and tech ed programs who they walk across that stage at high school graduation and go, now what? Um, and so that's really um, the beauty of it. And I think it speaks to all of the teachers' uh, mentorship and and connection they make with students in helping them to decide what the right next steps are. Um, our Our career counselor, our guidance counselors do a tremendous amount of work of finding out You know helping students find out what the right path is what's the right affordable path Um, there's so many options with the vermont state college system now to matriculate into programs at a cte centers Um, there's just so many opportunities so if students are committed if families are committed to career in tech ed there are a lot of opportunities um, that can present themselves from the most expensive four-year schools to going right into um, a career in Chittenden County. And that's, uh, I hope a goal of all Vermonters is to keep a lot of these young people's talents and and intelligence in the state of Vermont so that um, we can just build the next generation of talented students coming out of high schools and colleges and and going into local industries. I think that's an important point to,
0: Keep in mind as we consider these options for our children and for our students, when I started here at CBU 25 years ago, and when I was even in high school and, and students had the options for doing tech centers, their options beyond tech centers were limited to kind of the career path you know, or, or perhaps a technical college. And now, those opportunities are so wide open. They have so many different paths that they can can walk, including post-secondary options that aren't limited to technical schools. It's it's I love the flexibility that students have now coming out of, out of tech programs, especially when they've had an opportunity to kind of, walk the three lines. Maybe they're at CVU for some time, they're at a tech center for some time, and they have some college coursework that they can put on a, on an application, whether it's a work application or a, a, a post-secondary school application, it makes them so much more desirable in, 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 in that other organization's eyes in terms of being able to manage self, as somebody was saying in stressful situations, manage their academics, kind of bring balance to a lot of stuff. It It's, uh, it's nice to have options for students beyond. Oh, I want to do the tech center. Great. Well, what is your tech center so we can point you in the right direction for a
3: career? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think again, just philosophically and in the work that the teachers put in every day that um, it's, it, there are so many transferable skills taught in every program that a student who starts in a particular, you know, career path, so to speak, in career and tech ed, they may change their mind, right? They're young people, but they're going to have a solid education. They're going to have a bank of transferable skills that will help them move into that other direction. And maybe they change direction within a specific field. Like we have graduates um, from our auto program who are working at Vermont Sports Car, which build the top rally race cars uh, arguably in the world. That's a pivot from thinking about going into a dealership to do, you know, week to week maintenance on general drivers' cars, right? So it's still within auto, but then we have students from that program who are now state troopers, who are now four year college graduates who have gone on to engineering school. Um, I found out I had a former student from a school I used to work at who went through that program uh, who's now in finance. And so having those foundational skills to be able to shift as opportunities present themselves to students as interest change um, are really, really important.
0: I think, and I think the other piece that I'm hearing us all talk about is that, and I have this conversation with, I had this conversation yesterday with a student, the tech centers aren't easier. And for when I started at CVU, I did Susie's job. And one of the things that I would talk to students about is if I were to go to the tech center and try and do the kinds of things that you're doing in terms of automotive, that's going to be just as hard for me as it is for you to sit in that that very traditional math class. So it's not easier, but you're doing something that you're passionate about. You're doing it in a way that just works. Um, and the expectation is that you're going to be in there working and learning and building those transferable skills so that you can leave with uh, a, a set of skills that allows you to move into finance or, you know, mechanics or biology or sports medicine. Um, so it's pretty it's a pretty cool opportunity for students, but it's not easier.
4: It's not easier, but it is, um, you know, I, I, f- I find- It makes it, more sense. Makes That's sense kind of what students, students say. Yeah. And they say, you know, the students that I work with, they call it their happy place. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they say I'm going to my happy place now when they go to the technical center because they love that deep dive. They're really they're passionate about the the program and the material and the what they're learning. So um although it, it can it can be challenging, they're super excited because they're learning something that they love, which is really, really great.
0: I think so, the other point that I want to make really quick
4: And then we're gonna pivot.
0: And then we're gonna pivot is and because it's off this topic. Yeah. So I'm kind of pivoting, Susie. Okay, pivot. Is <laughs> The student I was talking to the other day specifically asked me, Can I play sports at CVU? Um, the tech centers don't have their own athletic programs, and Burlington Tech Center students are here at CVU for half days. So it makes sense for them to be able to play sports when they're thinking about the tech centers. But if you're at Essex, I just want to point out that you are eligible to participate in all CVU extracurricular things just because you're at Essex does not mean you're an Essex student. You're, you remain a CBU student and you're eligible to play all sports at CBU. Good question,
4: good. Yeah,
0: that's a good, good. pivot.
4: Good pivot. So well, we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, how we're gonna roll this out. Um, so um, next week, the um, advisories will have, the advisors will be sharing all of the information with um, their advisees. So the whole school will start by seeing um, some of your promotional videos for both centers And then um, uh, Burlington, uh, the following week, the 24th and 25th, Burlington and Essex will be coming to CVU. Um, We'll be uh, presenting in the auditorium during our um, C3 time. So students who are interested in both of those technical centers will go to the auditorium and ask pointed questions, um, really be a a time to talk to somebody from the technical centers to get some information. Um, Then uh, we'll have some in class presentations for pre-tech that week um, as well and then we'll be also sharing all of the information about students being able to go out on a school trip to visit on a school bus as part of the day and then um, we'll have some links to all of the open houses and the information sessions um, the application will also be linked in, um, all the material that we send out. And, um, that deadline for both schools is March 10th, right? Is am I right on that? Yep. Okay. And, and we'll
0: have links to, uh, I would hold it up, but nobody could see it over the course, over the audio podcast. I, we have a, a document with all of the dates, uh, specific to each program that I will link in the show notes. We will link, is. we will link, yep, there <laughs> We will link all of the application um, portals. We will link all of the the respective programs, uh, promotional videos or informational videos. Yep. We'll and, put all of that in the podcast. So it's kind of, if somebody wants to listen and learn about the podcast, they can get all the information for this whole process.
4: And kudos to the technical centers. Your, video, your um, websites are great. Like I encourage families to jump on both schools websites You've got program videos that are really, um, really great. So if you're like, wow, I wonder what you know aviation's about, or I wonder what Natural Resource Mechanical is about, you can watch a little virtual video about that particular program. So that's a great start for families. Jump on both of the program uh, school websites and get some general information. And then we'll look forward to having um, you all visit us and all of our students and families visit you.
1: So I just Thank want you. to highlight something real quick, Susie, is that both of us, um, CTE and BTC, the application that it's a priority application deadline of, of March 10th. And so our programs fill up. And so if a student is interested in the, you know, coming to a tech center, they need to apply. They can always change their mind after it is, it doesn't lock them in, but it, it reserves a seat and a space for them. I've seen students who um, weren't sure, so they didn't apply before the priority application deadline, and then they decided, oh, you know what, I do want to do it. And unfortunately, then the programs are full. So I just want to highlight that, that that students, if they're interested, they need to visit, they need to apply.
4: One question I get from students is, if I apply on March 9th, a day before the deadline, (laughs) somebody who applied on February 10th, gonna get a seat over me.
1: It's the deadline is the March 10th. Okay, so, that, so we, yeah. we take all of that. We, we close it, at, we cap it at that moment. We review all of the applications that we have. Um, and then if there's space after that in particular programs, then we let, we, we open it back up for those particular programs with space available.
4: Mm-hmm. Great, thank you for that clarification.
3: And this is just a, an added piece Um, Susie and Russ, that um, if there are more spots available in programs, if there are students who are graduating this year, but they're not quite sure what they want to do, and they may want to do some career training as adult students after having graduated, they too are eligible for Tech Center programs. And there is usually funding through VSAC to help to fund those for Vermont students. And... Um, so, it, I guess we could call it a, a tech center gap year if you wanted to, to kind of help frame that. Uh, but, but those students are and graduates are eligible for tech center programs as well.
2: Yeah, VSec
4: thanks for bringing that up. We've had a couple. We've had students do both at both schools do the adult program and non um The uh, non-VSec uh, grant did cover uh, most of the, the tuition for those programs. So, yeah. great opportunity.
3: And and I hope that would also encourage a senior who says, well, I don't have two years left of high school to do Burlington's two-year programs. Well, do the first year as a senior and then come back um, the following year and and complete the program as an adult student. Those are options as well.
4: Do juniors get priority to the programs? Yes. Okay.
0: Anything else? Any other questions, Susie?
4: No, I mean, I could ask a lot of
0: questions, but we, we got to go. Okay. <laughs> maybe we'll do a part yeah, two. Yeah, we got our day job. We'll do a part two after after all of the uh, presentations and all that. We'll maybe have some questions that students and families ask, and we can get at least get some answers. And maybe Susie and I just sit down and do something after having emailed you to get responses to questions rather than have to get everybody back together on a mutual date but we'll figure something
3: out sure whatever works for you we appreciate cbu having us and and chris it was nice to to see you from essex over there on the other part of the screen
4: yes, you too. we look forward to having you out at cbu thank you all right thanks
1: thanks
0: guys Bye, Have Bye. Nice day.